You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report, your number one source for hard-hitting goofery and light-hearted commentary on all the arguably fake outrage the internet has to offer. This week, Beyonce ruffling some feathers at the Super Bowl. The feathers of uh, birds who don't like black people, I guess. The baby who would be king of the bulls. And why some people think that's bullshit. All this and more on the Fake Outrage Report with your hosts Phil Causey and Ajay Raj. The Fake Outrage Report. Are you faking it? Uh, I don't I don't know if that's a good motto. Welcome to the Fake Outrage Report. We're here now. <laughs> Phil Causey <laughs> and me, J. Raj, and of tertiary importance, our guest, Allison Klemp. Tertiary. Yeah. I love that credit. Thank you. That's mm-hmm. way too You can use that as a credit. <coughs> I Just will. tertiary importance. You've seen her on tertiary importance. Yeah. She has real credits, actually, so I don't know if that's the best way to. I don't know about that, but thank you for saying that. Oh, yeah, by the way, that's how we open our show. We, we, we don't do the thing where we get to the end and say, like, oh, check this part. We actually do our plugs up front because I've forgotten so many times now <laughs> that I just want everyone yeah. to know who we're with. So that's good. Plugged in so right plug from the in. beginning. You have no power. Plug, plug your butts. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, well, we, yeah, we start every show with a butt plug. That's exactly how. I start every morning well, with a butt plug. Well, that's why I was plug. late, so. <laughs> My bad. No, that's right. So what 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 is going on lately? What do you want the universe to know about Allison Klemp? Oh my God, I don't know. Stop sending me horrible messages on Twitter, but I also don't because I do love the attention. Mm-hmm. Um, Wait, who's sending <coughs> you horrible messages on Twitter? Trolls, strange dudes. So many trolls. trolls. I'm assuming dudes. That would be weird. Mm. No, actually, I had a f- I had. What a is lady. the content of their trolldom? Um, uh, like I'm a fucking cunt. I suck. I'm dumb. So they're just insulting themselves. Uh, <laughs> one guy said, "I I I post them on like Facebook and Instagram sometimes because I feel like people need to know because it's so funny." One guy was like, "Um, her personality actually makes her gross." Which I appreciate because that's like a huge compliment. That's like saying like <laughs> she's so hot yeah. that it took her god awful <laughs> personality to actually make her unappealing. <laughs> <laughs> and then he said, I want to fucking head kick her. And then I dislike her as a person. <laughs> mm. I'm glad he added that last button on that. <laughs> yeah. Like, in case it was not clear, my desire to kick her in the head is not a is sign of my affection. Is that purely professional? Yeah. <laughs> it is personal as well. That's fucked up. Wait, did something trigger this? Did something like, does this always been happening? Or did you just, like, oh, it's, hit it's, a certain critical mass of, I like, social on, media it's attention? I'll go on these, like, MRA-type shows or podcasts and then um, enrage all their fans. Although I have gotten some good reactions as well. Oh, so man. You went into the lion's den? Yeah, I do it regularly. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Yeah. That's terrifying and awesome. Which, by the way, that's how you know you're making it. Yeah, is, is when you have yeah. hatred coming at you on the internet. We, we're not there yet. We're I not feel so special. And poking one of the the most fun hornets nests to poke the the men's rights <laughs> activists. Oh god, this the oh my god. It's a fun infuriating nest that definitely doesn't make me go home and yell at my boyfriend for no reason. <laughs> I'm going to take it out on you because some guy on the internet. Yeah, the real victims. <laughs> like, I got yelled at about how I don't know <laughs> about what the chastity of my value is or whatever. So it's just, it's like if you, you could, if you could turn like just a giant mound of feces inside like the broken chest cavity of a, of a wildebeest on the Serengeti, I feel like that would be men's rights activists. Uh, Jay gets yeah. very just poetic a, on this show, by the way. Just a dump yeah. inside of a chest. <laughs> so. 
who here saw the there was a football game the other day? I don't know if you guys heard about it. Yeah, it was yeah, super. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it super? It was super duper. It was also a bowl. Yes. I was smoking some bowls. Yeah. A lot of people, I think, do that. <laughs> super bowls. Yeah. How do you think Domino's sells all those fucking chicken wings during the uh, game? Did you guys see the fleets of Domino's uh, trucks that were out and about? Not trucks, the cars. Uh, I saw Domino's, like, online. it's like this is their Black Friday. Like, <laughs> they, they live for, for Super Bowl Sunday, probably. Yeah. And Papa They're John's, like of training. course, because uh, mm-hmm. Peyton Manning. Oh, Papa John's must have been huge. They must yeah. have been doing some deals. I'm going to start out with that, actually. My personal outrage, uh, Peyton Manning is a whore. Yeah. I just want to come out and say it. Did you see his post-game press conference? Oh, uh, drinking a no. lot of Budweiser? Yeah. <coughs> I'm going to go home. Yeah, yeah. We were, I can't we believe were he said that. that. Did he say that? He said that. Twice I'm in two home different interviews. Budweiser? Yeah. yeah, he's like, I'm gonna drink. A- I'll tell you what, I'm gonna yeah. drink a lot They're of Budweiser. They're like, what are you gonna tonight? do now that yeah. you won this? He's like, oh, I'm gonna go home and drink a lot of Budweiser. It's like you, you whore. Like, how much money did Anheuser Busch give him? Oh my god, he's supposed to say Disneyland. What the fuck? Yeah, apparently Disney wasn't paying the bills, and so now it's Budweiser. We're- Budweiser was really all over that ad campaign. I just wish they'd been more creative. Like, I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna go home and I'm going to pour two bottles of Johnson and Johnson's No More Tears baby shampoo directly into my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> the whole like bottle. Newton's? That was Cam Newton's press conference. <laughs> 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 I don't even know. I barely know the reference, and that's still a good joke. The losing quarterback. Damn it! No, I was really trying not to know who Cam Newton is, but Wait, actually, you guys just learned live. Ajay learning who Cam Newton is because oh, you're so far outside the sports realm that you just like you don't care. This changes yeah. everything. Proud of you. Definitely. You. So speaking of other, I'm uh, proud of myself. Yeah. Speaking of other things, the Super Bowl. I'm also outraged that Coldplay was the uh, halftime show. Are with you on that, that was that was a fucking that joke. was a fucking joke. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> what universe is Coldplay headlining and Beyonce and Bruno Mars are the like second tier acts? Get the fuck out of here, Super Bowl. Because Coldplay, they're they're elevator music. Like who, like who thought like, oh, you know what would? Scream? Hey man, you ever been on an elevator with no music? I'd rather than Coldplay. Who thought like, oh, you know, when I think hardcore football action, I think the music I hear in the dentist waiting room. You know, like that is. Plus they had Coldplay. that they had that like really dope sort of like dance off or whatever with Beyonce and Bruno Mars, and then it was like, oh, you guys are all hyped up. Well, let's bring it back down with some soft <laughs> piano tunes. We gotta. Do-do-do-do. <laughs> and then this fucking pro gay message. Well, that was that was fine. Yeah, <laughs> this is New York. We're pro gay, of the course. Pro gay report. Pro the pro gay. I'm we're sure anti straight. We're pro gay. We're questioning on trans. <laughs> we have yeah. We're still yeah. not clear about we're trans. We're cool about it. We just have some questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't know how all of it works. There's a lot of moving parts. No pun intended. Pun intended. <laughs> um, so yeah, there were some outrage. And uh, what we do on this show is we talk about what things are su- people are supposedly mad about, and we decide whether it's bullshit and they just want attention, or if like their outrage is justified. And so, good thing we were talking about the halftime show, because apparently Beyonce rustled some feathers with uh, ruffles, her performance. Yes. There. Or is it rustled it's or ruffled? ruffled some feathers. God damn it. Okay. You, you can you could, I mean, you would, you could like rustle up some feathers. You like, can if rustle you up some, some grub if you, yeah, were, yeah, yeah. if you were eating a chicken. If wanted to eat a whole bowl of feathers. And then it hasn't plucked yet. Anyway. First anyway. tertiary, now this. Ajay is just full of big words that I don't understand. Yes. That's just, that's uh, that's really what this podcast is about, is teaching Phil basic uh, yeah. grammar and Teaching Phil grammar. The American education yeah. system leaves off, Ajay Raj steps in. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, so Beyonce pissed off a whole bunch of people because I guess she, her and her backup dancers dressed like the Black Panthers group. 
Uh, and then they yes. see, and that's what I thought too. Is because I'm too young. I didn't get the reference. I was like, oh, they're doing like a military thing, and yeah, that was it. That's what I thought was happening yeah. too. Yeah, no. Apparently, it, they were doing like Black Panther outfits because uh, it was also it was 50 years of Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but also it's Black like the anniversary Panthers of Malcolm X's death. Exactly, it's 1966 is when the Panthers are formed. So they danced oh, in a Malcolm I'm X formation. And oh, that, that's what that X is about. That's yep. so cool. Yeah, which again, I thought it was cool. And that's cool. As an it. artist or yeah. somebody, an aspiring artist, we think it's funny because it's like, dude, like it's they're pushing the boundaries. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gutsy. It's cool. Yeah. Exactly. But so apparently, some people are mad. Uh, and my first question is, who's mad about this? All right. Well, I'll read. Um, I have the, the petition. It's like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Basically, it's like angry, angry white people are mad about oh, it no. again. Um, White people mad again. What do you have? Yeah. What do you got to be angry about? Smile. Oh. My roommate texts us. Uh, we have we have a, a I, report I heard coming in uh, <laughs> from a fan. I should say, um, not my room. He's my roommate, but he texted. Peyton Manning has the most sponsorships in sports, more than a NASCAR. Just side note, he's a whore. He's a whore. I feel like, by the way, what you said a second ago with the what do you got the smile? I feel like you've heard that today. I feel like no. I did get a hey, how are you? But I just ignored it. I just pretend like I'm listening to music even when I have no headphones on. <laughs> That's my favorite. I'm like, I can't. Couldn't you just pretend you don't speak English and just fucking move on with your day? Like, no, hablo. Like, just, just do one of those. And yeah, see. yes. But then in Brooklyn, there's always the chance that they also don't speak English. And then you're, like, yeah. caught. Well, especially if they open with, like, mommy, mommy, which is not uncommon. And obviously, everybody thinks I speak Spanish, which I also don't speak well enough to pretend like I don't speak English. Do, do guys ever uh, open in Spanish to you, like random? Oh yeah. I mean, this wasn't a cat call. This was just a guy at my job the other day. But he, um, for the record, I'm Japanese and German. I know you guys can't see me, but just imagine a Puerto Rican, I mean, I and can that's see exactly you. what I look like. Um, or you we see the real you. Google Allison Clamp. Um, but yeah, he was like. He was asking someone else if I was Puerto Rican, and then she was like, why don't you just ask her? And she's like, I don't know. And then he starts asking me, like, oh, where are you from? And I knew what he wanted, so I was like, Colorado, to be a dick. And <laughs> 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 I know what you want. I'm not going to give it to you. And then uh, and he goes, mm. He's like, I think you're Puerto Rican. And I'm like, well, I'm not. <laughs> and he goes, well, I think you are. And I was like, all right. <laughs> we'll write it in pass. Hey, he's entitled to his opinion. You're allowed to think that. That's yeah. some confidence. Like, I'm not going to let your actual race stop me from thinking that, yeah. you know? <laughs> exactly. Fucking... I mean, it seems fair that one's ethnicity should be determined by by uh, democracy, right? Mine <laughs> mine has been, uh, been <laughs> voted on for yeah. years. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm, an, I'm an Indian. I'm also a Latino. So, uh, yeah. enough, anyway. enough of Alison Clem being harassed on the street. Back to the All story. Right. Back to this anti-Beyonce protest rally. This is a description of an event on Eventbrite. Uh, anti-Beyonce protest rally outside of at the NFL headquarters building uh, parentheses be peaceful and respect the boundaries of private property New York, New York join us as we demonstrate on the block of the NFL headquarters building are you offended as an American that oh Beyonce pulled her race baiting stunt at the Super Bowl oh boy. do you what? agree that it was a slap in the face to law enforcement <laughs> do you agree that the Black Panthers was slash is a hate group which should not be glorified? Come, and let's stand together. Let's tell the NFL that we don't want hate speech and racism at the Super Bowl ever again! Unless it's the players. All caps here. Get your free tickets and join our mailing list for more info. 
Wait, who? They also says read less at the end because you know read more, read less. But I feel like these people definitely always read less. Yeah, that's a good one. Who is this now? Who's mad about this? Because this is just an event, bright event. Like I don't know. It's uh, yeah, I don't know. I can't put a. I can. I can no, probably you, think what of. Does it say on the thing like the group, the group that's hosting it? Like who? Who are the people who? What are their addresses? Mad? What are their phone numbers? Put it out well, there. Well, names are uh, Cletus and Jethro. <laughs> Un- okay, there we go. Unnamed organizer. Pussies. Ah, bravery. Yeah, right. Yep. Courage. Oh, my God. You know what really, Courage like, knows no bounds. What really, what really butters my biscuits about this whole thing <laughs> is that... I'm just glad I got to say butter my biscuits. Uh, is that the, the Black Panthers in... You know, when the Black Panthers were active, were doing precisely what, like, these, these these are like Second Amendment, like anti-government, like anti-tyranny types. The Black Panthers were formed in response to tyranny against the black community, and they were all about arming themselves because law enforcement was targeting them. That's so the, the whole reason that they were formed was like this exact like uh, the same drive towards freedom and self-determination and like active citizenship that they champion for white people. But when black people do it, it's threatening and un-American. Yeah. It's, like, so fucking disgusting. Like, I just have... There's no words to express the contempt that I have for these if people. If it wasn't for these backwoods racists, the Black Panthers wouldn't exist. Right. Is what you're saying. And so it's just... It's very... I don't know if ironic's the right word to use, because apparently I don't know how to use words. We've learned that today. Um, but, yeah, like, if it wasn't for all the crazy oppression and hate speech from the other side... We w- there wouldn't be a need for a group like this. Yeah, to I mean, and outright violence. Like there, it, the Black Panthers were formed in self-defense, and the government ki- like just uh, there. There's it's a matter of public record. Like the government murdered um, the same way they assassinated uh, Martin Luther King. They they killed like I can't remember the name. Like one of the Black Panther leaders. Like they just basically just Malcolm kicked X. down his door. Not Malcolm X. Uh, a lesser-known figure. I'm pretty sure. They but yeah, they also also him. But I'm pretty uh, sure they killed more than two black guys. Yeah, by yeah, the way, yeah. yeah. Record. But among others. Yeah. But like they, you know, they just kicked down his door and like gunned him down in bed, basically. Uh, well, these guys are all kinds of brave. They're an anonymous so group that kills people in their isn't sleep. The, well, this is the U.S. The government. NY, isn't the NYPD oh. uh, considered a hate group at this point, though? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they are pretty Maybe. much a legalized gang. I, I would say that's uh, that's where we're at yeah, with you that. Yeah, the jets and the sharks. And the cops. <laughs> and the pigs, if you want to. The pigs. I didn't realize the, the jets and the sharks were still active. So. <laughs> oh, they're active. They're on the Upper West Side. They run those streets. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the story here. Beyonce, as an entertainer, did her job. Because everyone is talking about it. Entertaining, provocative. I- exactly. and it She kept all of her titties inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, what do you really want from us? Okay, we're not putting our titties out. Well, here's like, the thing, too. is like, has there ever been... Does anyone ever n- not complained about the Super Bowl halftime show? It seems like no. that's no, that's an important tradition is just complaining about it no matter what. It's fake yeah. outrage. Like there's no there's no yeah. There's, in there, these guys. are the people these the people who are complaining about Beyonce wearing a Black Panther's outfit, which by the way, like nobody you we were all watching it and we're all just like, Oh, like a military thing, who cares? But the yeah. same people who are complaining about the Black Panther outfit are the same people who were excited that Coldplay was the yeah. headlining act. You know what I mean? So it's like these people are the problem. Mm, I don't know if those are the same people. That's like, like a different. No. That's a different brand of. I think we're those are like Ted Nugent fans. Yeah, <laughs> they're like Ted, and they're like, they're like yeah. Whenever Ted Nugent's talking about like 
raping puppies or whatever he's about. Can you just let me group all white people together in one lump sum? No, there's, look, look. There's <laughs> two white people, okay? There's two groups of white people. Okay, there's Phil. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, no, there's three. There's three <laughs> categories of white person. Oh, God. One is Ted Nugent fans. Two is Coldplay fans. And three is Phil. There's literally no other kind. I hate all. Don't yeah. Don't associate me with a cult. All of my white friends, I consider basically to be variations <laughs> on Phil. Yeah. <laughs> well, there there are oh, only four types Phil. of white guys in Brooklyn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a Miranda. I'm a Phil. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine for a minute? Could you imagine if the Super Bowl halftime show, rather than being Beyonce with like uh, Black Panthers outfits, if it was Ted Nugent and Leonard Skinner with Klan outfits? Like the level of outrage we'd see but, yeah. if it were, uh, yeah. But uh, it's not even that's such a false equivalent. Exactly, like it's not yeah. even. No, that, that's why yeah. I'm glad you said because the Black Panthers never terrorized. Yeah, they exactly. were never in a. They were a self. Def- there was a defense group. But I'm saying the people who are mad about this are the same people who, if that happened, they'd be like, yeah, yeah. like, like all this political correctness is yeah. stifling my ability to. Yeah, we're we're taking our country be back. in the clan. But the the level of outrage would be amazing if, if somebody did something like that in 2016. That'd just be. Maybe 2017, maybe next year. Yeah. You know, maybe Keep they can your get fingers them. crossed. Or yeah. not. At the point of that wish that happens at the Super Bowl, like s- darkness has once again descended over the face of the earth. Like the world is now. That's your barometer? You're using the NFL as your barometer no, 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 for but darkness? If, no, no, I'm saying think about the, the social fair. milieu that would have to exist to enable something like a Ku Klux Klan dance at a Super Bowl. The society in which that happens is like pre-World War II Germany or Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're well, we're heading back there. By the way, if anybody saw the Ted Cruz speech from last week, but different topic. Mm. Um, so yeah, I think this story, um, and I was so excited about this story for this show because I remember me and you were talking about what we were going to do last week in the show, and I, I was like, dude, I think we're gonna ha- there's a chance there's going to be a good outrage story from the Super Bowl. Let's just let this one sit. And God damn it, did it deliver. <laughs> okay. Uh, because I think this is a good example of when we were categorizing our types of outrage stories, this is one that's a perfect example of the media just manufacturing it. Yeah. Because uh, if you well, look Well, someone at arranged the protest, but it's an unnamed organizer. How many people? So... This is going to be, I and think... And who's really going to go to that protest? Yeah, who's going to go? And, like, I want to know... Because that's super suspicious. I feel like... Why would you go through all that trouble to uh, to create that thing and then be an unnamed... Maybe the Black or- Panthers organized it, so whoever shows up, they shoot him. <laughs> That's right. That's uh, I mean, because I think this is going to be one of those things that is kind of like, do you remember Operation American Spring? No. No. That's that's exactly the so Operation American Spring was a bunch of rednecks who were like, we're going to all show up on this day at the White House. We're going to be armed. This is like last year. Like, mm. we're going to take our government back. And there were like six guys with guns. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna be like that, where eight people show up because they're supposedly mad about this. No one's actually mad. It's just a false narrative from the media. You know. Nice. And you only have to look as far as how it was delivered in the media. And I I wrote down the headlines here because it's it's almost jarring how how much of a contrast there is. Because Fox News came out with the story, and their headline reads. Beyonce references Black Panther Party at Super Bowl halftime show. And then they had Rudy Giuliani, who was, like, super pissed uh, yeah. when he went on Fox and Friends. And also, then, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Fuck you, Giuliani. And then, and down. And then the Huffington Post comes out, and they all, all the way to the left now, and their actual headline was, of course Rudy Giuliani had a problem with the halftime show. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then CNN, wh- they're kind of in the middle. They're just whores. They're, they're the middle ground. Their headline was, 
Coldplay, Bruno, and Beyonce bring the love. Oh, God. So you know what I learned about Giuliani? I want to I want to uh, put this information out there. Uh, I just learned this uh, last night uh, from comedian Phil Stamato. Um, he gets another credit Phil. for for solving. Uh, yeah, another Phil. He's a, he's a Phil. Like he's he's in that category. Um, he he gets credit for like solving the homelessness problem in the city. I don't know the time frame, but what he did was he gave he gave out free bus passes to all the homeless people that said like you can just go anywhere. And uh, they all the last place you could go is Buffalo. So he they all went to Buffalo, and now Buffalo has like a is a, has a terrible homelessness problem, and that's how. And uh, I didn't know this. I feel like that should be the first thing that comes to anyone's minds when they think about this guy. Because like, what a cartoonishly super villainy, dumb. How do you get away with that? Uh, apparently, he did. He apparently. <laughs> yeah, and by the way, th- they they didn't solve the problem. I live within uh, a block of two different homeless shelters. Right, right. But I mean, you know, at the time, like he got credit for like striking a blow against home, but all he did was just like move the problem out of his jurisdiction that's a lot of, a lot of like mayors in the east coast did that though that's why san francisco has so many homeless people oh. regardless i would invite mr giuliani to stick his tongue all the way up my unwashed anus well listen whatever you do in the bedroom yeah i know the i second just show in a row we've attacked a uh, conservative politician directly by the way directly i just want to say attacked and they neither of them have answered yet so yeah, i know will they step <laughs> i wonder up? when our raging group of fans sends enough tweets out that they have to answer yeah. but uh Cowards. the people demand Cowards. answers <laughs> yeah rudy giuliani has been irrelevant for a decade anyway so I feel like he just tried to yeah. kind of piggyback this. He's like, I'm going to go on Fox and talk about this, and people will talk about me again. He really jumped the shark with 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> he was never quite as good. <laughs> yeah. He did great then, but after that, that oh, was the man. pinnacle yeah. of his yeah, his success. But that yeah, so anyway, strength, so yeah, the media, I think, that's that's my official vote on this one. I think that they didn't have a story because the game sucked. The house won. I mean, you know, Peyton Manning won. Cam Newton behaved himself. The game itself was boring. No, nothing happened in the, the fourth quarter. The game was quarter. very exciting. I think the, the game was pretty boring. It was so d- many turnovers. I loved it. It was okay. Apple turnovers or? Yeah, they're delicious. The, yeah. After, oh. after a Super Bowl or two, man. Yeah. Apple turnovers, <laughs> delightful. Way too many. Eugene yeah. knows a lot about sports. No, it was great. Cam Newton, actually, he got that last strikeout, which helped. Uh, Is Cam Newton anything it, like a Fig Newton? Because those are also quite delicious. <laughs> <laughs> or a little more chocolatey. Sports education <laughs> with a J. Raj. Uh, so the official official ruling on this one is that it's bullshit. So uh, next on the agenda. Yeah. So now that we're done with uh, Beyonce and her supposed racism, we've got some actual racism to talk about. Yeah. That's right. Get excited. Um, so this one comes all the way from Tel Aviv. And in this one, uh, the story was originally posted by a journalist slash blogger named Tal Schneider out there and she tweeted a picture she saw of an ad and uh the, the ad i had to rely on the article because i couldn't find a person that reads hebrew to translate directly for me but it, the ad is for uh cleaning ladies for a cleaning service and it, it almost sounds like like something that one of our friends would write for a comedy sketch so i'll, re- I'll read the ad here are you tired of hiring illegal foreign workers and getting fined are you tired of being sued by temporary workers? There is a solution. And so the ad then goes on it, 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 to advertise uh, a cleaning service, and there's three tiers of, of the legal-only workers they have. There's, uh, and they're different prices based on race, and that's where the outrage sort of comes from. Mm. Yeah, and so tier one is Africans. They're the cheapest. Uh, tier two is... Obviously. <laughs> 
Tier mm. two is uh, Eastern Europeans, and then tier three is like Eastern Europeans with papers, like the deluxe Eastern European. So Eastern <laughs> European plus. So as you can imagine, there is some outrage. Yes. Uh, coming from this That's one. Uh, wow. Yeah, that uh, was your initial reaction when I sent it to yeah, you. Yeah, so where do you where do you begin with that? Because I mean, you're already starting with like you're uh, hiring servants, right? Well, yeah, which is fine. I mean, that's something you do. do that. But it's already it's like it's like a. But then it's just such an extra blue blood kind of thing. Like, oh, which 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 Send servant? me a paw to clean my <laughs> home, but, but make sure it's not a black. Oh, gross. <laughs> The last time there was a smell that has never left the place. <laughs> like, is that what's happening in Tel Aviv? That's so horrible. Well, apparently oh you get what you pay for because they're the cheapest ones, according yeah. to the ad. And uh, I guess some of the... What are they, like, just not... Do they supposedly not do, like, as good of a job? Apparently, or? yeah. Apparently the Eastern Europeans work harder, according to some racist article that was, like, hmm. <laughs> that was helping push Well, this. you know, it probably helps that they are more likely to have grown up in, like, homes... You know, as opposed to like <laughs> mud huts or whatever they do in Africa. I'm I, oh, tell me I'm wrong. No, I, tell I mean, me I'm wrong. Allison Clem, playing devil's advocate. <laughs> well, no, no, I, or telling it like it is. <laughs> you decide. Advocating like I'm devil's not advocating gonna. like it is. <laughs> the reason why someone moves to another country to to be a cleaning person is because they're you know they're in dire straits. It's a refugee situation, so that actually is plausible. Or maybe they just broke the ceiling on being a cleaning lady in wherever they came from, and they yeah. were like, now I'm going to go to the next level, Israel. Where's the sexist outrage? Because this there is, is cleaning ladies? Well, no, that's the, uh, that's actually on here. Oh. There, there's, um, and I again, I don't read Hebrew, and I couldn't find someone, but the article And you said, call yourself a comedian. You kind of, you would have find a Jew. Why send a lady I, to do a man's you job? You can find a Jew in Brooklyn to read some Hebrew for you. If I have a man, if I want a man cleaning my house, and I want to look him in the eye, and I want him to see that I know that I'm better than him. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that same satisfaction with a woman. Like, it's just taken for granted that I'm better than her. I mean, right, That's Allison? True. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I rest my case. Permission to speak, sir. <laughs> back to Allison's question. I posted last night if anybody I know could read Hebrew for me and no one got back to me. Well, I wasn't reading Facebook. You should have just texted me. Uh, do, you, do you read Hebrew? No, but my boyfriend does. Oh, damn it. Now, yeah, see. Have I sent a sext in Hebrew? Yes, I have. Thank you, Google Translate. Very good. <laughs> wow, that is dedication to Shalom. the Shalom. Yeah. You are... <laughs> I don't think it translated directly. Have a mind again, baby. I don't know what baby. pussy is in Hebrew. <laughs> That's right. I want to spin her dreidel. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <we're laughs> Mazel tov. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anyway, the ad, according to the article, all the um, references to cleaning people were in, I guess, the feminine form of the word because other languages that aren't English do that. And so the ad was just for ladies and it was just for those specific races of ladies. Like you couldn't get an Arab or an Asian or an uh, actual Israelite. You had yeah. to get from the, the real service. outrage here is their selection. Well, yeah. I, I can't imagine there are many Asians in Israel. I mean, there's got to be some. Oh, but yeah. I, I mean, I can't imagine there's many uh, Asian cleaning people yeah. in Israel. Probably Asian We're laundry. better than that. Probably Asian dry cleaning. We're oh, better yes. than you. Asian nail salons. <laughs> Asian bus tours. Can't forget about the bus tours. Well, somebody's got to run the Chinese food stores. Yeah. How exactly. else are they going to eat on Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. You know what's funny? I, I have quite a few friends who are Jewish, as a lot of us do here in Brooklyn, and it's amazing to me and, and elsewhere. 
it's amazing to me how how excited they are for Christmas because for them it's just a free day off where they can go see a movie and eat Chinese food. Like I have so many Jewish friends who are like, oh dude, it's Christmas, fuck yeah, because there's no religious or family obligation. They just it's yeah. an excuse it's just to hang out. It's a day out. when everything shuts down and they don't <laughs> yeah. have to go to work and they don't have to do anything. And if they do go to work, they get paid time and a half. You know, yeah, win win. So, that's, that's just great. Christmas too. Like I guess everyone, Lenny Bruce said, anyone, everyone in New York City is a Jew by default to some extent and it's true if it's you're like, true if you're here like the Christmases that I've spent here away from family like uh, it's like you have that same freedom to like one Christmas I just did mushrooms with a bunch of comedians in my place we just wandered around great. the neighborhood and it was like warm it was like awesome yeah, yeah. When, when you bring mushrooms home to your parents much different reaction yeah, unfortunately yeah. <laughs> that's uh I've always been going to movies on Christmas like my whole life and I just found out like a year ago that that's a Jewish thing oh yeah I don't think they get to keep that we did that too. We went to all the, the best movies. Uh, this year. They they yeah. own the theaters. They do get to keep that. It's theirs. See that hacky hacky real estate joke. I can say what I was booked on a <laughs> I was booked on a Jewish edition of a show because they thought I was Jewish. Nice. I thought you were Jewish actually. I <laughs> yeah. really did. I was like maybe Allison can read this. <laughs> like I actually said that yesterday. Those so. those Hasidim that are handing out like pamphlets sometimes have confused me for Jewish. Oh, they straight up think I am, and they get like confused when I say I'm not. It's because of your nose. Yeah, dude, I do have the Jew You nose. got that hook nose. I do. You got that beak, son. Yeah, it's true. It's aquiline, hawk-like. More words I don't understand, Allison. It's dignified. Yeah. It you have patrician you. features, Phil. I hope that's a I good even, thing. I don't even know where we're going too. with this. Noble, like, you're like an inbred noble The person. The beauty of saying words like that is that it's like nobody's going to check you on it because nobody knows what I, it is. Yeah, I have come to find that I know more words than anybody. See, now I feel like you're just making This is my up. cross to bear. That's a that's not a thing to brag about. Yeah, you're you're yeah. making up some I words. read the most books. I have the least friends. <laughs> hey. Uh, so back to the outrage. Obviously uh, this one I have one, a good but dwindling amount of friends. Obviously this one we're on board at the outrage cuz that is pretty ridiculous uh, how far they took that ad. I mean Do they take down the ad? I, apparently these were like flyers that were posted around the neighborhood. Oh, so wow. uh, this isn't like a Instagram this is a company, thing. Like a That's startup. what's interesting. Like, well, I want to know like what, like what's going to happen to this company? Are they have they been operating like this already? I'm sh- I'm sure they were a racist if yesterday. If they're brazen enough to post a flyer like that, it seems like they they must feel like they're in the clear to operate with impunity. You know, on an explicitly. Yeah, and thing. again, I don't read Israel. Hebrew. I don't know what their rules are. You know what I mean? I don't know the culture there. If that like, and the culture that is like sentiment flourishes. Or there's a lot of bombs and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, you know, it's a place of unrest. I like uh, that unrest is the word for the shit blowing up. That's our <laughs> go-to word in news for like, oh, there's been unrest. It's like lots of people are dead. Lots there's of people blood everywhere. Can't yeah. sleep yeah. because they're dead. Because yeah. <laughs> they're dead or yeah. bleeding profusely. Yeah, unrest in America is like waiting for Black Friday doors to open. Like unrest there is there's bombs going off. It's a mm-hmm. little different. But yeah, it's good to know that USA, uh, we're not the only racist country. USA. However, USA. we are number one. We are the best. We are goddamn number one at that. Don't let anybody take that from us. Um, but yeah, it, the thing that's weird about the culture, though, is that you know it happens in Israel, and we're shocked when we hear about it here a little bit. But... Again, with the hypothetical could you imagine game that I like to play. Like, imagine if they tried that here in Brooklyn. Like, if they did, like, a <laughs> racially tiered cleaning lady service. Like, how fast they'd be sued and shut down. And there would be real unrest. <laughs> I feel like they still do that. They just uh, have to be a little more subversive about it. But yeah, they can't advertise it on a bright baby Neon blue flyer. colors. Like, like they, uh, we're sending you a black. <laughs> it's going to be cheaper. Like, yeah, He'll kinda, save money. Yeah. 
do you want like a cleaning lady or do you want like a cleaning lady? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cleaning. You read between the lines. All right, so final <laughs> so final verdict in all this. This outrage definitely justified. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there's atrocious. no yeah. question as to, yeah. you know, yeah, that one up front. If anything, there should be more outrage. Next topic. Okay, so <laughs> this topic here, I sent you this a few weeks ago, and we both just laughed at it because <laughs> we thought it was so ridiculous, but apparently the situation has escalated. Uh, this is what happened. This one's from Spain, and this Espana. is. España. Exactly. Española. So, Francisco Rivera Ordonez, which on. is. Hold on, let me. Yeah, for, I want to say the full name and get it in because this is uh, get it in. It's such a great name. Francisco Rivera Ordonez, who is a Spanish bullfighter. Francisco Rivera Ordonez. Isn't that just a fun name to say? Yes. Like, seriously? Si. Francisco Ordonez. He posted a photo on Instagram of him fighting a bull while holding his five-month-old baby. Hell yeah. yeah. That is, yeah, that is, which Chicks I thought was... Scars. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. And I mean, he's a good bullfighter, right? I well, would imagine. He's a fourth-generation bullfighter. Yeah, so it's fine. And his baby is now the fifth-generation bullfighter. My father held me while fighting a bull before this. His father held him mm-hmm. before that. And his grandfather held his... Whatever. Long generation of uh, fighters holding babies. It's funny you say that jokingly, because that was his argument. I believe it. Because what happened was... And this, this one, I think... You know, we said last one was a function of the media... This one is sort of a function of social media in the modern age, because mm-hmm. this outrage wouldn't have happened even ten years ago. So we he Instagram because it was. Do you think it was people? Because no one in that arena was outraged, but it's just of people not. elsewhere outside of Spain, even. Well, this right? one's a, this one's a double dose of outrage because you have the the animal rights groups who have been Doble against dos. bullfighters for years, and then you have the children's dos protection groups. Dose outrageos. Dos okay. doses. <laughs> Doble, doble, <laughs> ill outrage. Um, well, that's going to come off as racist because I'm white. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah, so you have both those groups who are against this. And, and this one is definitely one that wouldn't have happened a generation ago because mm. everyone's mad about this now. And, you know, he, he wasn't, you know, unclassified. Well, people also just hate bullfighting. And people yeah. wouldn't have seen it a generation exactly ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly is what I'm saying. And so, um, you know, when... He, He's under investigation now by like the state of uh, southern Spain, terrible or whatever. Yeah, so bullshit. Well, remember when everybody got mad at Michael Jackson when he held his baby over? Yeah, I was just thinking that's yeah, same deal. Um, But it's also even not even the same deal because that's just that's just. I mean, arguably they're both reckless, but at least like it's not like Michael Jackson has any particular expertise in dangling babies over over balconies. I don't know. I mean, it's not like he was gonna who who just drops a baby when they're holding it. You know what I mean? Like I, it's almost no one. Almost no one. I mean, my like you can throw a baby in the air and catch it. Yeah, they love it too. It's like a fun time with babies, right? But then you hang one over a balcony, and suddenly you're an abuser. Well, and and was was Michael Jackson's parents uh, experts? Like, did they hang him and their parent over the balcony? Like, is this a third generation balcony hanger of MJ? You don't know. I don't think that there's any record of abuse from the Jackson parentage. Oh I think God. Michael Jackson yeah. was uh, raised just yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. He totally turned out all right. Yeah. Back to this bullfighter. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly a normal, normal person. Like Regular any childhood. So back to the bullfighting <laughs> thing. It was funny because this one here is a good. It's a culture clash because all like the the rights groups were mad, and he he had the most badass response for this. He goes, "There is no safer place for my baby than in my arms." 
fucking awesome. There's no yeah. safer place for my baby than in my arms. The arms of Francisco Rivera Ordonez. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> And other bullfighters came to his defense, too, yeah. and posting pictures of like, yeah, this is me in the 80s. This is my dad holding me while fighting a bull. This is a thing. It's a family tradition, and go fuck yourselves was basically their response. This is my Christmas card. GTFO. I mean, if you're not straight up abusing your baby, I don't care what you're doing with if your you're baby. If you're not fucking your baby, I don't care what <laughs> you do to it. Dangle it over a balcony. Take it riding on a bull. No, no, fighting bull, not riding bull. Fight it, yeah. Get your fucking bull sports right. Oh, yeah, fight a bull, ride a bull. I don't care. Fuck the bull. Just don't fuck the baby. Ride a bull while you're fighting another bull with (laughs) two babies. Uh, Just all of your babies hanging off your back. I don't give a shit. Like a possum. God bless you. That's what I say. It's your baby. True. That came out of your dick. You can do whatever (laughs) you want with it. That's the law. The end. (laughs) <laughs> oh, you're telling me I can't hold my dick in my hand while I fight a bull? Is that what you're trying to tell me? Get yeah. out of here, This America. dick is attached to this body, so I can do whatever I want. And this body is on top of this bull. <laughs> and this baby also has a dick, which and seems this, relevant somehow. And this dick is inside of this bull. <laughs> <laughs> you're telling me I can't fuck a bull? You can tell me I can't fuck a bull while I hold my baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought this was Spain. <laughs> You're telling me I can't fuck a bull and then have an intense orgasm while it's kicking me to death? And this is all I ever wanted out of life? Fuck you. You don't understand my traditions. <laughs> these animal rights groups are way too fucking just sensitive these days, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Can't, can't even just, fuck like, bulls go, anymore. Yeah. They just What's go the save the elephants to? and calm down about the Man bulls? Man can't fuck a bull. I, like I feel like people too. who are so pro-animal rights tend to... Uh, care more about animals than people and that that can me. happen i mean that happens at the extremes of any ideology yeah it's right? like i get it because like people are terrible and like an a- the animal didn't do anything you but like do, but that animal could kill you, you spend all your time in like the trenches like trying to fight and justify one ideology like you become divorced from reality this dude you know? from my this is sort of completely unrelated but this dude from my high school uh i just found out he fucked a bull no, but he did move to Florida, I guess, and uh, like a few weeks ago. That's oh, the uh, same kind of murdered his whole family. <laughs> oh <laughs> and man, he, he was like he was living bull. he was living with this woman who's much older than him. He shot her and her sixteen year old daughter, and then stabbed their three year old daughter and the family dog. And I posted this on Facebook and everything, and then I t- was telling people the story, and people were like, <gasps> not the dog. Holy fuck. And I'm like, you know he also stabbed a baby, right? Yeah, yeah <laughs> like, but that baby was going to be raised in Florida, so it was going to be up to no good eventually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were just preventing the inevitable. Um, now, how well do you know this guy? Um, not too well. We did. Uh, we were leaders on a, on a retreat together. Like Hiro's okay, tree. so he wasn't like your first crush or you know no. your first hand job or anything no, like that. No, he okay. was younger than me. But you would say that you learned everything you know about leadership from this man. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I would say that. Okay, Jay is forcing snacks on me, and it looks like we're just about ready to uh, put a bow on this one. Yeah, this topic anyway. So as far as the bullfighting outrage goes, I'm I'm going bullshit in this one, but I understand why people are mad a little bit. I guess it's it's you know it's hard because it's like. Yeah, I I bet that they're actually indignant that someone did that, like took a baby, like endangered a baby that way. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if it's their outrage to have. It just seems like busybodying, even if it's yeah. like, you know. Yeah, like, I just yeah. feel like they're trying to the help Spain. Yeah. and like don't pretend like you don't really that what happens to that baby has no bearing 
don't even know the baby's name. Yeah. And, and again, it's, it's it might not even be a real baby. What if it's just all part of the Jew Illuminati conspiracy? Illuminati. <laughs> what if it's just a bag of flour <laughs> filled with dreidels? You know, nine times out of ten, it is. Yeah. Yeah. Most babies <laughs> just are bags just bags of flour, of flour just stuffed with dreidels. With dreidels. <laughs> That's why they are all lumpy and Wait, weird. Wait, I thought that angular. the Jews didn't have flour. That's why we have flatbread. No, they're just not allowed to eat leavened bread during Passover. Yeah, I thought that that's why that was a story behind it was because they didn't have time to grab the flour, so the bread was flat. Was yeah, but just during that one time, just that one time. Okay, yeah. you know what? I once again flashed my cultural ignorance on this show. <laughs> it's because they didn't have flatizers. It's okay. You're just so white. It's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm so white. I'm above learning facts about others. You don't like have that's to. so. Why would I do that? Yeah, facts are for poor people. <laughs> exactly. That's a fact. Reading and work and, and shit. And I know that because I'm poor. poor. <laughs> Definitely. Um, okay, so before we wrap up, Allison, anything you're outraged about this week that you want to just rant on? Uh, men catcalling or uh, your normal stuff, men, Bernie? Uh, men, the Ugh. patriarchy, men, you know, the, the worst. usual. I don't know. So, Allison Clemp, outraging at the patriarchy in Yet comedy. Again. Yeah. Man Yet again, shaming. man yes. shaming, gender comedy. Harry Bulldyke just coming in. Like Fuck. a bull, <laughs> kicking <laughs> over, <laughs> kicking over all the China and endangering all the babies. Fucking broads and their opinions, man. Coming for your babies. God. Anyway, anyway, uh, everybody, peace and love. Thank you for listening to the fake outrage report. Yes, we love you. How much do we love you? Let us count the ways. Let's but count after, the ways. after the show, all we're right. just gonna count them. All right. Good night. Good night. Or whatever time. Phil Cosby for Allison Clamp and Ajay Raj. Have a magical evening. <laughs>